Last time on Why Can't We Be Wizards. So, Skylar and Caleb, your first Quidditch practice of the year is in less than an hour. Ah! How are you we feeling about it? We have wings! Allison's listening to Nickelback. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but why? Now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is this? When you open yeah. it on the, uh, the, the thinner side, you unwrap what looks like the edge of a broomstick handle. Oh, my God. It's a broomstick. I walk up to the door and look around and knock on it. Yeah, and so when you open the book, inside is a key. Wow, okay, that wasn't there before. Hello? Is anyone is anyone here? Come find me when you have time. I want to talk to you about something. Yeah, Leo, sure, whatever. And uh, she starts walking. That's your job. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Good captain and captain. I'm going to go get okay. the waffle. Our fearless leader! This seems a lot like the secret room, but like a secret corridor that just appears when you need it. Yeah, but it wasn't just in one place. It like took me across the castle. Also, why did this bookshelf just randomly fall over? Okay, so let's just get right into it. Who is leveling up? And are there any relationships you guys want to change? Yes. Uh, Skyler's leveling up. I am adding one to Freya's friendship because of our nice talk in our new room together. And Skylar is going to lock in the negative trait of obedience because... Uh, they want to be good and um, they're going to start following rules more now that their dads are telling them to. So yeah, just be more obedient to both their dads and probably more to the teachers now that they've got that in their headspace. Cool. Anybody else? Uh, Leo is going to level up as well. I think I'm going to adjust some of Leo's traits. So um, I think I'm going to take his heart from minus one down to minus two. Because I think this book is making him a little heartless. And maybe bring his magic up from a one to a two. I'm not leveling up because I did last time when I increased my body to one. But... I think that it might make sense for me to increase my relationship with Danica because I've been trying to show how cool I am to Danica. Yeah, I don't think she cares about any of that, but she does care about the fact that you've been doing well in Quidditch practice. Yeah, she cares about (laughs) winning. (laughs) But yeah, I've been spending as much time and effort to increase my relationship with Danica as possible. Ravenclaw, we have the wings! We have the wings! (laughs) We have the wings is such a nonsense thing. I mean, we we do. Freya is actually going to take a plus one with Leo. Uh, I think specifically uh, seeing Leo kind of like struggle to open up to people has like really made her appreciate that he's not all like... Because he has a tendency to not be very serious about things. And I think that was one of the first times that she's ever seen Leo actually struggle with something that wasn't schoolwork and really can relate to him a lot more than she used to. 
I don't think Leo struggles with schoolwork. He just doesn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> when he does it, he does great. He just doesn't do it. Well, why don't we just get right into it? So it has been uh, several weeks of you guys getting back into and adjusted to life at Hogwarts. Uh, we're towards the end of September now. At this moment, Allison, I have to ask, where are you and what are you doing? I am in the common room hanging out at one of the tables and my wand is positioned like two feet away from me on the table and I have my palm open ready to go and I'm intently staring at my wand putting as much willpower as I can into it and then what you doing? I'm just gonna ignore Skylar in that moment and just say I see a <laughs> wand like really intense deep voice trying okay. to summon it so you're trying to do wandless magic which is crazy town banana pants um definitely not any of the mechanics in this game support it in any way shape or form (laughs) so we're gonna have to make something up right now okay um i I mean when does harry learn it harry never learns wandless magic that's not true accidentally does wandless magic once oh sorry i'm thinking of unspoken magic yeah, nonverbal spells, he learns it, starts yeah. learning in the sixth year. Right. It just seems like such a vulnerability to not be able to summon your own wand when you drop it. And Allison wants to learn this. Okay, here's here's what we're going to do. I think this is just going to be the hardest spell you can possibly cast. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, like a level seven spell. Okay, so I got a plus two. Level seven is going to be minus five. Minus five, yeah. Minus five. All right, Allison's still going to try this. I'm going to roll. So you're going to roll this at a minus three. Best case scenario is a big success here. Well, that's an eight, so that would be a five. With a failure, your hand outstretched, just reaching deep into your soul with every bit of magical might you can possibly muster. You imagine for a moment that your wand almost wobbles. Um, but then uh, you realize that it's just because someone else sat down at the table and the table oh. moved a little bit and nothing happened. Well, that had no consequences. Was that me? I don't know. Was it Sky- Was it Skylar? Yeah, I was like hovering over her shoulder. Like, what is she doing? Uh, Skylar, you're ruining everything. What? 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 What are you doing? I'm trying to summon my wand and you're making it move. What? Without your wand? <gasps> you can do that? What? Apparently not. Can I try again? There were no consequences the first time. I mean, you're not you're not actually <laughs> casting any magic, so there I can't take a hard like magical move on you. Are there books on like, this? I don't know. I'm gonna try again. How'd you get the idea? Shouldn't the two of you be doing the charms homework? Seven. What was the charms homework? Minus. I mean, I don't know. Five. But you do have charms. You do have charms in about fifteen minutes. Ah! So. Uh, I'm gonna. Nicely sit down next to Caleb. Caleb is already mostly done. <laughs> Let me just proofread that for you, Caleb. <laughs> um, yeah, Allison already has the charms homework finished, so it's just sitting there before class trying to summon the wand and nothing's happening. So I guess we should go to class. Yeah. Skylar, did you really not finish the homework? I thought we talked about this. Uh, I don't want to look stupid. Of course I did. I'm going to pull that amazing feat of writing the essay on our way there yep i can do that (laughs) slash slash while they're taking attendance i've done it before and i'll do it again as a 
loyal friend in the Quidditch team, I'm going to be subtly supplying the correct answers as we walk down the hallway. Sweet. So that's weird. How do you get... It is an essay. Like, it's an essay. It's not like homework with answers to the questions. Yeah, I'm writing fast. All right. So on this next part, it's all about the wand movement. Make sure to write that down. Wand movement. Okay. It's all about wand movement. And then describe the wand movement of the spells that we were supposed to research. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got this. I I did the research. Yes. I'm going to write those down. Okay. So here's what I'm going to have you do. Roll for it? I want you to roll mine to see how good you are at writing this essay as you walk to class. I can't imagine the handwriting is legible at all. Oh, yeah. Oh Wait. no! <laughs> um, I get plus one because Caleb helped, but I still fail. Yeah, this is a bad essay. It's a very bad essay. Uh, sure I'm, did I'm gonna try fail. to. Um, you spelled your name wrong on it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna try to talk to my teacher if I get a bad grade on it and be like, "Listen, I did the research. Uh, let's do an oral test. I'll tell you all about it." Who is Charms? I forget. <laughs> Someone is who doesn't like flipic? us. So this is another professor that uh, we haven't actually introduced to the story oh, yet, good. but and they love us. Uh, we will now, uh, <laughs> because as you walk into the charms classroom, which is a very disorganized, chaotic-looking room, uh, it is the room of one Professor Washington Wigglefin. Uh, actually, as you walk into his room, uh, he doesn't seem to be there. There's rows of desks that kind of line each side of the room, left and right, as you enter. A more realistic way to describe it is it kind of looks like it's full of trash. But you know that, like, to Professor Wigglefin, it, this is organized chaos. He knows where everything is. It's just nobody else understands it. And, in fact, as you walk into the class today, the two things catch your eye that are not what you nor- are normally used to. First, on the far wall across the room from where you enter, there's actually several paintings hanging against the wall. But... More interestingly, in front of that, next to Professor Wigglefin's desk, is a glowing geometric shape uh, hovering in the air. It is bright blue, red, green, yellow, all the primary colors. And uh, it appears to be sort of rotating and spinning, coming in and out of uh, various different square shapes. For those of you who would be familiar with a a shape like this, this is a four-dimensional geometric shape. Uh, And for those of you who know the Muggle toy, it is kind of a Rubik's Cube that's got 50 sides. Weird. Uh, I think Allison definitely thinks it looks like a Rubik's Cube. She probably recognizes it. So it's a Rubik's Pentacontagon. I didn't just Google that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, but again, this thing is four-dimensional, so it is its sides are folding into itself constantly. This is so, so cool. I think that Caleb is fascinated by it and has probably pulled a chair up to look at it more intently. You know who would like this? Professor Preston. Look at all the colors. <laughs> so much emotion in that little cube thing. Paintings, too. I don't know about that. Yeah, what's yeah. up with the paintings? What do those look like? Uh, are you walking over to take a look at them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm an artist. <laughs> your actually your artist knowledge makes you slightly more familiar and aware of the sort of style that these so these paintings are almost surreal in style um there's three of them there's 
uh, a painting of what appears to be four seemingly unrelated stairways that are all pointing in different directions and yet somehow all converging into different points making the same stairway Escher? in a square. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, MC Escher. There's also a painting of what appears to be a piece of paper. And on that paper are drawn two hands in opposite directions. But the hands appear to be coming off the page, holding pencils and drawing each other. Ooh, is this Magritte? No, it's also Escher. Oh, okay. And then uh, finally, the last one is uh, there's a painting of another hand. This hand is holding a glossy glass orb. Escher. That, a, that looks like it is actually a, a a mirror pointing towards a face, and that face is the, the old man holding this orb. So this is an Escher class. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of our wizard classes is an art class. <laughs> right? I love it. I'm so happy. Oh, no. As an artist, do I know who Escher is by now? I am. Ima- well, okay. So uh, I imagine that the answer is yes. Okay. I'm going to whisper to Caleb. That's Escher. Is that a chocolate? An it's artist. The the orb? It's, the, it's the name of the artist, oh. I say to everyone near me. Yes. A very famous artist. Oh my gosh. I wonder if Escher was a wizard. Kevin, be honest. Is there a series arc where Hogwarts is just gradually piece by piece becoming an art school? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, One uh, professor at a time. I can't answer that question. <laughs> I... I can't answer. Um, I can't remember. I'm going to fish out my um, French beret and put it on. Allison's just going to go over to her desk and uh, hang out there with Dakota. As you guys are all sort of like, you know, making yourselves comfortable in this room, checking out the Rubik's Cube, looking at these paintings. So there's uh, the painting in the center, uh, which is the one with the orb on it. Suddenly, a head pops out of it. And it is very clearly struggling, but... The head is familiar to you. This is the the head of one Professor Wigglefin. And uh, he seems to almost be like stretching his arm out of the painting. And eventually he sort of pulls himself up, 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 and out of the painting. He does a little bit of like a little somersault and then lands on his feet, brandishing his hands straight in the air. (laughs) I did not know you could do that. My mind is blown. You can go into paintings, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> professor Wigglefin just became my favorite professor. So, Caleb, what what are you doing right now? Are you still looking at, at the Rubik's Cube? Um, I guess I am trying to look at Professor Wigglefin, though I am sitting very close to the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, and so uh, I think he actually he looks down at you, um, and he says, Oh, yes. I imagine you all get very excited for non-Euclidean geometry like me. Uh, I've been working on solving this little marvel myself for a while, though. I have to say, I haven't been able to figure it out just yet. What do you mean, solving it? Oh, it's a puzzle, you know. I do love my delectable little puzzles. How do you do it? What's the... Ah, you see, there's uh, 50 sides to this shape. Uh, they've all got a different color. You see it's sort of rainbow occlusion that's sort of coming out. I've been told that supposedly you're supposed to fit all of these little cubes all along each side so that they all are the same color. Uh, and that's that's sort of how you solve the puzzle. Does it look solvable? I mean, this thing is rotating at a very high speed. Like it's constantly folding over itself. So I am not a good Rubik's Cube <laughs> solver. So I struggle, I struggle with... <laughs> 
with a six-sided Rubik's Cube <laughs> that's got six colors. So uh, I don't know. You tell me. Are you going to even be able to do that when if it's not folding in on itself when there's 50 sides? I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> do I? I read about that. <laughs> I feel like Leo no. walks over to it and like gives part of it a turn and then thinks for a second and turns another part of it and thinks for a second and then says, no, nah, it's impossible. No, it's like halfway done. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Wigglefin, uh, as you got a, be- a little bit of a better look at him. So this is like, this guy is freakishly tall. He is at least seven feet. He's got a very sharp face, a long pointed beard, and he's about as skinny as a human being seems like they could possibly be without sort of wisping away into smoke. And so he says, oh, anyway, class, please, please sit, sit down, sit down. Today we are going to be discussing Tectonicus's theory of multiplanar and multidimensional magic. Uh, please, please sit down, open your textbooks to page 75 and start reading about her thoughts on linear folding while I write a few theorems on the board. Allison okay. just looks confused. Oh, also, Charms class is kind of math class. If it's oh not my gosh. Really clear. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but Charms is my favorite class. Well, I guess you like math. <laughs> Apparently, Freya likes math, and I just didn't know that until this moment. Any Ravenclaw <laughs> likes math. Ravenclaw? Uh, yeah, Allison's really excited about non-Euclidean geometry. Yeah, I'm going to sit next to Caleb also this time, just because I am still working on the essay. <laughs> Caleb's having a hard time focusing on both these exciting notes and Skylar, who he desperately wants to have write a good essay, quidditchinal. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. Are you going to try to whisper answers to this essay while the class is going on? I don't think I would whisper them, but I might like pass a note. Okay, cool. Yeah. Why don't you roll quick and quiet? (laughs) My specialty. Yay. I got a 10 plus one. Yeah, okay, so completely successfully, you, under the desk, uh, slip a, a folded note between your fingers to Skylar with perfect secrecy. You know nice. who's good at crime? Caleb's good at crime. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would take a bite out of crime. Oh. No. Oh. That was bad. That was really bad, and you should cut it. Uh, I don't get it. Don't is it because he's a werewolf? <laughs> All of this is in the podcast. He's not Scruff McGruff, Okay. <laughs> He's a he's a, a dog of a sort. I feel like you need to take a pair of sunglasses off while saying that. Professor Wigglefin finishes writing on the board and he says, um, the problem, you see, with our human senses is that we can only easily perceive three dimensions of space. So uh, I have to ask before we go on, are all of you or are any of you familiar with the famous wizard Moritz Cornelius Escher? Yes. <laughs> MC Escher was a wizard the whole time. Yes, I raised my hand. <laughs> That's very good. Okay, yeah, uh, he gestures towards Skylar. MC Escher was a famous artist who made a lot of really cool art that was mathematically inspired. I say mathematically in bold because we're learning math. Mathematical. Yeah. I mean, you can just like look at the art. Also, how did you come out of that painting? <laughs> so, uh, well... Well, all of that is is true. Uh, M.C. Escher was first and foremost a student of perspective and the perception of perspective. Take these paintings. Yes, obviously, for example, uh, you see how Escher bends time and space in a very fundamental way that allows the viewer 
to understand what that space is in a sort of fresh new baller wet. No, he doesn't say that. In a sort of uh, <laughs> super baller. Yeah, so he was baller, totally dope. Totally he was dope, baller, dope, dope, dope totally as dope. hell, yo. <laughs> Leo writes down super dope as hell. <laughs> and he's yeah, no, he says uh, Escher bends t- space in in a very fundamental way that really exposes some of the more fundamental properties of our reality. See, human eyes experience it in just as, in one very simple way, but the truth is there are many other dimensions and many other spaces with which we can experience and exist in. Huh. Today, class, we are going to work on beginning to think about how to bend the very laws of space. Uh, now, Professor... Excuse me, Professor, I have a question. Yes, Leo, yes. Would it be possible for two realities to coexist such that maybe there are things in one reality that some people can see and other people can't? Allison is impressed with this uh, question. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Leo. That's a, a very fundamental property of space, in fact. If one had some latent ability to experience reality from a fresh spatial perspective, it would be very possible for something to exist from your plane and, 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 and not from another. In fact, today, we're actually all going to take it in turns to make our way through a sort of multi-dimensional space with the help of a useful little charm. So, uh... Class, before we do any of this, obviously, I think it's very important to recognize that what we're going to do is inherently actually very dangerous. So we all need to make sure that we're being careful and safe while we do it. And we won't do it alone. Is that understood? We must work together. Understood. Caleb shrugs. Wizard school. (laughs) (laughs) So now, before we get anywhere, this this is the charm that will keep you safe. This is the charm that will bring you back to this space in the event that something happens and it'll be what we use to sort of do uh the multi-dimensional travel that we're going to try out today so repeat after me class revelio desidero revelio desidero yes yes that's the ticket now what this handy little spell will do is point your conscious thoughts exactly in the direction that they need to go that's, ve- that's very, very, very important. The perspective of your thoughts more than anything else. You really need to truly desire that direction because your eyes will absolutely deceive you. They will not tell you the truth. Hmm. Allison thinks this sounds very dangerous and is starting to question all of the school's teaching practices. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a theme. Uh, I'm going to raise my hand. Skylar, yes. Yes. Um, how often does one's eyes see the incorrect reality? Like, how how often will we need to use this spell? We're going to do this in a very safe, controlled environment. These paintings that I have behind me, these paintings were actually Escher's attempt at divining a window into other spatial dimensions. We're going to enter them and use them to explore space and time. Allison raises her hand. Yes, Allison. But don't we always see the world as distorted because the world is three-dimensional and we see it 
two-dimensional as projected through a lens? That is a very astute, clever assertion. I would posit that it's functionally incorrect because, yes, uh, and, and maybe maybe this requires some slight greater explanation because dimensional interaction isn't really about how any one individual thing allows you to experience it. It's about how your expression applies onto that reality. I think as soon as Allison said that, through all the professor's comments after that, Leo has had his hands up in front of his eyes, just like looking at his hands, moving them closer and farther away from his face, like, whoa, dimensions. Caleb's written notes. Same. Freya, Freya has a page full of notes. She's been trying to copy down everything he's been saying, but he's talking so fast, so like it's every other word. Yeah, Allison's pretty confused about that follow-up comment. She didn't, she didn't get it. Yeah, I don't think he answered my question either. Oh, uh, I mean, so to be fair, this guy rarely answers questions properly. Yeah, I'm getting He's that. He's sort of in his own little world of whatever his research is. Uh, this is this is a grumpy old college professor. Yep, he has tenure. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was thinking the same. So he says, um, okay, now class, line up in groups of three. Y- yes, yes, groups of three, Miss Haversham. Don't go, don't try touching that painting by yourself. Hold on, just wait a moment. Okay, now, this is very important. In groups of three, you're all going to touch a painting. When you touch that painting, your sensory reality will be altered in a very fundamental way because of a charm I have placed on each painting. You will be transported to a new dimension. Whoa. That's insane. What you need to do is cast the charm. You need to truly believe that you need to go back to class. And you cast the charm, Revelio Desidero. And it will take you back. All right, so now you guys need to, uh, you guys need to pick groups of three. Okay, who's Miss Haversham? Because I like her energy. It's <laughs> <laughs> just another Ravenclaw in your class. What's her first name? Is it is it Anna? I maybe sure. Yeah, Anna Haversham. I think Leo's gonna look over at Allison. He's like, hey, do you want to group up? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good, Leo. Who should we have as our third person? Maybe Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. Hey, Caleb. You- oh, yeah. I, I'd be totally down to work with you, Leo. That was a really great question you asked earlier. Oh, uh, thanks. Like, worlds bending on top of worlds? That's such a... I wonder if that's how the castle works. Maybe. That's how the staircases do move. Do you remember that weird bookcase thing? Maybe that's what happened with the bookcases. Maybe that's how flu powder works? Oh, Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's all magic. What about a porky? So. I feel like you enter a new dimension for those. That right? tracks. I mean, anything tracks. It's magic. <laughs> Freya goes up to Dakota and like pats him on the back. You want to partner up with me and Skylar? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely, totally. Let's do it. Yes. Awesome. Uh, which one do you want to go into? Yeah, and so a- 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 as you guys all line up in front of these paintings, Wigglefin says. All right, now, everyone, select a painting. You've got a couple of different options. We're going to do these one at a time. Uh, what, what, are, what do the three paintings look like? It's the globe one, the pencils painting pencil hand, and then the staircase one. I want to do globes. Ooh. I want to meet Mr. Escher. Oh, I was going to say the <laughs> pencil one. That sounds great. I, I'll do that, too. Um, Allison's going to look between Leo and Kayla and be like, do you guys have preferences? Leo seems really drawn to the stairwell one. I think he's just staring at it and not saying anything. Like maybe that one, Leo. 
Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, let's do that one. What does Dakota want to do? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm whatever you guys feel like. What about you, Caleb? Do you want the globe or the hand-drawing one? Well, I thought, I guess, do we each pick one in our groups? Yeah, your group is all going to pick one. Okay, so I guess I would do the hand-drawing one, or the globe one. I don't care. Whatever you one you want is fine, Allison. It doesn't matter to me. I guess I'll do the globe. Sounds good. And we'll do we'll do hand painting one, hand drawing yeah. one. Hands, hands. Uh, Skylar gets really excited and like makes. <laughs> yeah, Skylar's all about hands. Yeah, makes their hands like do like a little happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our wizard sponsors. Have you ever desperately wanted a lollipop, but you were so busy buying a magical item that you literally only needed to buy once in your life? Has your mouth ever tasted dry and weird, and all you wanted was a fruity delicious treat to wet your whistle? But you were so focused on waving a thin piece of wood around in order to hopefully have some magic sparks spurt out the end of it? Have you ever wished that there was a place that you could purchase over 700 kinds of lollipops? Well, you're in luck. Look no further. Michael McMichaelson's Wand and Lollipop Shop servicing your wand and lollipop needs. But mostly lollipops. Because again, you really only need the one wand. Wands. Lollipops. Both equally important to magic. The wand chooses the wizard, but the wizard will always choose the lollipop. Just please, please, I beg you, please don't choose ones that you're allergic to. I don't want to fill out any more paperwork. Lollipops. They're magically... Uh, oh, oh, I can get sued for that one. Oh, well, um, Michael McMichaels. Better candy than you expected from a wand shop. Yeah, that's a good one. Hi, everybody. It's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. Oh, my God. This is so tasty. I'm so glad that the state of lollipop purveyance these days is, let's just say, infinitely better than it was when I was a kid. Now I can just buy a blue raspberry lollipop whenever I want, which is obviously the best flavor, by the way. I mean, sure, I've got to go to Diagon Alley to get it, but that's worth the trip. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards? So I, I have a couple of announcements this week. So firstly, I want to provide an enormous thank you to Why Can't We Be Wizards' very first guest collaborator, Atlas, from the podcast The Athens Collective, uh, for providing this week's voiceover for the commercial that you just listened to. Uh, so The Athens Collective is a short-form, super relaxing storytelling podcast where Atlas reads, it's usually short stories and they're in a relaxing audio format. Um, we had a ton of fun collaborating and I just want to say thank you again from the bottom of all our hearts. So definitely go give the Athens Collective a listen and we will be sure to drop a link in the episode description. Uh, the other announcement we have for this week is we have started a Discord server for Why Can't We Be Wizards, uh, where y'all can join in and talk about the show, post opinions. We have a place to talk spoilers about the show. There's some fan art in there already, and you can interact with all of us directly, too. Uh, so definitely go check that out in the new Discord server and send us a hello. We definitely really appreciate it. So uh, we will drop a link for that in this week's episode description as well. And I think there's already a link for it in our link tree. I think we posted about it a couple of days ago. So, of course, as always, please continue to talk about and share the show on all social media platforms. 
Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, and make sure when you do use the hashtag, why not wizards? So as always, I want to thank Table Story for our awesome game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry. They're great. It's great. Just go check it out. Try it out. So uh, that's pretty much going to do it for me. Let's go and see what's going on back in Charms class. Okay, so here's how this is going to go. Uh, you guys are actually going to do these separately. So when you go into these paintings, the paintings are going to take you to an alternate world. And you're going to need to use the magical spell in order to get back out. So, who, which group is going first? Do we have to collect power stars in those worlds? I'm sorry, I need <laughs> yes, to stop making bad jokes from the 90s. 100%, yeah. Allison looks between Caleb and Leo and is like, hey, we can go first. But I don't remember the spell. Yeah, let's go first, Allison. Reducio something? Revello. Revelio Desidero. Oh yeah, I should write that down. <laughs> Revelio yeah, it seems pretty important to Ma- rip us back to our reality. Imagine you get it and you forget the spell. <laughs> Revelio. Right, like the spell that keeps us tethered Desidero. to our reality can't be easier to remember Sco- than that. You're just stuck there forever. <laughs> oh God! Stuck there in the other dimension, like oh, Ravella, Ravella, you got stammered. Do you think Wigglefin will come rescue us? <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny because it's such a terrifying idea. Oh yeah, 100% we will die. <laughs> forever being stuck in the looking glass. Freya, you really missed your calling to be in Slytherin. It's a very Slytherin laugh. No, this is Allie. This is all Allie. This one's going dark, you guys. My response to fear oh, is laughter. It actually happened to me today. I was running and this dog jumped out from behind this house and like scared the crap out of me. I just started laughing. Oh, God. Yep. Okay, so, so the group of Allison and Leo and Caleb is going first? Yes. 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 And, and and which painting are you going into? The, the orb? The orb, right? Yeah. Yeah, orb. Okay. This is a great group of people to go into this particular puzzle. So, yeah, um Professor Wigglefin says, "All right. Go on ahead. Say hi to Mr. Escher for me, Caleb." Uh, I might be busy doing schoolwork, Skylar. <laughs> Allison just shoots like a glare over her shoulder. <gasps> to me? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, walks up and touches the painting. Is that what we have to do? Touch it? Do we all touch it at the same time? Yeah, you all have to touch it at the same time. Oh, uh, Allison puts one finger out and touches the frame. One, two, two. And then I think Leo maybe like jumps the gun and touches it before everybody else. Allison just like, like jerks into the one, painting. One, two, and three. Follow Leo. Yeah, Leo, I think you touched it a little aggressively and you fall through this painting and Whoa! you land face first on the ground. What's really weird about this room as you sort of stand up and look around. So first of all, you're inside a study. It is a large, very ornate study. There are bookcases lining most of the walls. Uh, And in the center of the room is a man sitting behind a desk in a large armchair. And he is holding an orb, which is not unlike the orb in the painting. Except when you look up, you see out of what can only be the orb itself. Mm. And when you look past that, you see a larger version of that same room that you're standing in. The other thing huh. you notice as you as you start to move your arms back and forth is that your bodies themselves appear to be 
warping to the dimensions and shape of the orb itself. So you are no longer yourself. You are a oscillated wide form of yourself that depending on the direction that you look at your hand, it's either thinner or wider. Oh my God. And so as you're, as you're sort of laying there trying to get your surroundings, Caleb and Allison both land comfortably on the ground because they didn't try to rush in really, really fast. <laughs> as you guys arrive, Leo's just staring at his hands even more intently and wide-eyed than before. <laughs> I am Omni-Leo. <laughs> uh, Allison's gonna look at uh, her hands as well and see the distortion. Yeah, you turn your hands over and back in a sense of childlike wonder. Yep. I mean, we are children. <laughs> Caleb's gonna pay attention to the man in this room. So the man in the room, uh, he's old. He's got this very long white beard. He's in, he's dressed very smartly in a muggle suit. That's It's tweed. Uh, and he's got this really wide face. But he's very expressionless, and he seems to be just staring intently into the orb in front of him. Do you think he's alive? Or like part Is of the painting? Mr. Escher? Are we supposed to uh, do something in here or just cast the spell and get out? I don't know. Hel- Hello? Seems like a Mr. waste to just leave. Mr. Mr. Escher? Uh, he doesn't respond. Is he like moving, breathing? Does he seem alive? He doesn't seem to be moving at all. Hmm. Allison wants to turn around and look to see where we came from. Is there like a square hole in the wall that we fell out of? Nope. No, it looks like you are just inside a curved orb that is so you like so you can sort of see through a little bit but it doesn't seem like you came out of anywhere. You said that outside the orb seems like the same room we're in, and then the orb in his hands seems like the same orb. Like, if I if I look outside the orb, can I see myself in that other room outside? Why don't you roll notice something? Okay. Um, that is an 11 plus 1. That's a 12. And so as you turn your head up to look at the spot that you're standing in, you see a massive version of yourself also Whoa. turning his head up towards the same spot. It's like Inception. You guys, you guys look. Whoa. It's like an infinite, like one of those infinity mirrors, except way more drippy. Mm. I, I'm also going to look at the little orb in the guy's hand and see if I see myself in there. Yeah, so when you peer towards the orb in this man's hand, you sort of start to see the outline of a very small version of the same room you're in. And it appears that you see three figures, one being yourself, bending over this small orb. The other thing you notice when you do that is that the man is breathing very softly. Oh, I, I'm, like, I'm going to get closer to him than I was before and say hello. And maybe, like, wave my hand in front of his eyes. He doesn't respond. Do you think he's trapped in here? Do I Do I have my mysterious book on me? Yeah, I think you always have the mysterious book on you. If I... I I'm going to take that book out. Do I notice it glowing or doing its thing at all? Not, not at the moment, no. Dang. Well, we probably shouldn't stay too long. What if we get lost in here or something, you know? Well, I kind of think Escher's lost in here. I mean, I guess he's alive-ish, but... He's like one of the people in the wizard paintings. They want to be there, I think. Uh, that's a big question, huh? Yeah, I don't know about the paintings. That's what we do on do this they show. want to be there? <laughs> uh, yeah, do they get... Why, why don't we just um, 
yeah, let's do that spell and, like, maybe take him with us. He, I don't know. He seems like he's, like, in a coma or something. Doesn't seem healthy. I, I'm still kind of close to him because I went and looked at the orb in his hand. I'm going to touch his shoulder and see if anything happens. Okay, yeah. You very slowly, tentatively reach out your hand. And when you place your fingers on his, hand, on his shoulder, nothing happens. All right, guys. He's not real. Let's go. But I thought you said he was breathing. Or, Well... Maybe he is trapped in here. I don't know. I mean, I don't really want to be trapped in here. Yeah, me neither. We could try casting a spell on him. Don't worry. I remember how to pronounce it. Why don't we it. just, like, grab his arm? Oh, and... I'll cast Incendio on him and see what happens. Oh, God, Liam, no. <laughs> I raise my wand. No, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Allison not started off painting, not nervous Leo. about that, but gradually got more nervous as Leo looked convinced. Nobody stopped me? Oh. All right. We definitely said don't do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, yeah, anything yeah. stop you for real, though? <laughs> I come right? to my senses. Um, yeah, just, like, grab his arm and let's go. Yeah. All right, let's all hold hands, maybe. Okay, and the spell and on three? hold Esther's hand. Yeah. Okay. One, two, I look at Leo, three. Rebellion you guys, I don't remember the spell. Serio. I don't remember okay. the spell. Okay, so... One of you okay. said that wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Allison said it wrong. Leo didn't say it at all. And Caleb did say it. So, Uh-oh. Uh, Caleb, why don't you roll magic? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I got a four plus one. On a five, you fail. I think that in this case, the condition you're going to take is dazed. Saw that coming. And what happens in this case is you become convinced that the only way out of this place is by touching the orb that the man is holding. Oh, we've got to touch that orb. That's how we get out of here. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, it didn't. I mean, it didn't seem like it worked. Should we try the spell again? I feel like we should just try the spell again. I kind of butchered it. I don't know that I said it right. Nah, uh, that Re- Revelio Desidero thing. That doesn't make any Re- sense. Revelio Zoe Deschanel. Desiderio? <laughs> Caleb's going to go up to the orb. Oh, I'm just going to say a muggle actress's name. That's a spell. Are you going to Are you gonna touch it? Yeah, you said it was the way out. Okay. Yeah, and the instant that you touch it, uh, you are f- sucked into the orb and disappear. Oh, God, ah! God. And now Allison or Leo are alone. Um, Caleb! Allison just puts her hand on the orb, gets sucked in, gotta go find him. Uh, 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 I go touch the orb. Okay, yeah, and so <laughs> all of you touching this orb, um, you... And you're all dead. <laughs> and that's Game the over, end of the show. credits roll. Cool, now I don't have to edit the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, series wrap, series wrap on Leo, Allison, and Caleb. <laughs> uh, no, so Caleb... You land on your back in the exact same room that you were just in, except that the other two aren't there. Seconds later, they all fall on top of you and are now all lying in a heap in the exact same room. Caleb! Oh, good thing what we found you. What is this school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that worked. This isn't charms class. Yeah, I'm starting to hate this class. First it was math and now this. Yeah, we went one layer deeper into the infinite sphere, huh? Okay, I think we got to try that spell again. What if we just touch it again? No, no. I saw this movie. I don't want to do oh. that. What if we touch the ceiling where we see the big versions of ourselves? 
Uh, hey, Professor! We're trapped in here! You put children in a place they can't get out! Mysterious dimensions! Can you come save us, Professor? Hello? <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> uh, all right. Professor! I was just going to take her wand and try again. Uh, Revelio Desario! Wrong. Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is the heck spell? was it? What is the spell? For, for, uh, for me, human, real life, Mike Turley. It's what is the spell Desidaro. called? Yes. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna remember that. Des, uh, dar. It's oh. actually Desidero. It is. It's Desidero. Desidero. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Desidero. Almost as though someone might take a second to type Desidero into Google Translate and see what happens. <laughs> Revelio Desidero. Shall Not we say it? Revelio or should we just Desidero? stay here for a while? Okay, Allison's going to try one more time. Really? <laughs> Leviosa. Really enthusiastically. Revelio Desidero. I got a six plus two for an eight. So, on a mixed success. So, here's what I'm going to say happens. First of all, the spell succeeds. Oh, great. At what? When when the spell succeeds, you hear a voice in your head, and it says, Be genuine. Either ask the man for help or make him laugh. One of the other players takes a condition from the partial misfire, and that, uh, that condition is Leo also becomes dazed and also becomes convinced that the only way out is to just keep touching the orb and going further and further into the painting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and lastly, someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell. Who is alerted in this case is the old man wakes with a start and looks up at you. Oh, huh. hey, hey, you're awake. You're awake. Uh, so the thing, um, c- can you help us get out? Uh, he nods. Yeah? You know how to help us get out? Without, without saying any words. Are you able to He doesn't speak. Talk? Ha- have you been trapped in here? For a long time? Do you want to leave? You could just touch the orb. Are you trapped? Um, how, how deep is a frog pond? <laughs> Wait, what? Knee deep. Knee deep. <laughs> oh my god. He cracks a little bit of a smile. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Uh, Allison's like trying to do finger guns to get him to laugh. Is it working? <laughs> He's smiling. He's not laughing Knee deep. Knee deep. Just repeating the punchline. He's the, the the smile just fades a little bit. Yeah. Um, alright, guys, guys, we need jokes. We need jokes. We need to help. Why do we I need don't know. Jokes. Um, yeah, because the voice in my head said that we need to make him laugh. Oh, that makes sense. Wizard stuff. Okay. <laughs> um. Um. Magic. Uh, what, Caleb's what's... gonna try to like stand on his head. He's dazed. I don't know if it'll work. Um. What's what's the difference between a, a zippo and a hippo? What one's really heavy and the other's a little lighter? Oh, Allison. That's all what's I got. Okay. <laughs> Allison's breathing really heavy and like panting now. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling a little dizzy now that I'm upside down. Hey, look! There's a me up in the ceiling who's upside down. Caleb, stop! Right hey, side up. Hey, you gotta get blood to your head. Hey, Allison. Maybe Allison, maybe the, the you there. inside the orb knows better jokes. No, don't touch that. And Allison like slaps away Leo's hand. 
from too bad. I touch it with my other hand. Oh, you go into the you go into the orb. You're gone. <gasps> orb party. Caleb unupside downs okay. and rushes after Leo. Um, Allison, yeah, gone, gone as well. Allison touches the orb again. Doesn't want to, but follows them deeper. And then, <laughs> is she pre- can I be prepared to land in the next room? Yes, Super but the other two absolutely were not. Are both falling nope. on the ground? Great. Um, <laughs> I want to cast Petrificus Totalis on Leo. What? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Fascinating. <laughs> Wait. Okay. A little dark, but okay. <laughs> Before that goes off, Leo is like, "Guys, I think we're making progress." <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to okay, roll for roll, it. Yeah. Roll magic. Roll magic. Wait. I. Oh, I got to make success already. So that's a five plus two. Okay, so Wait, a seven do to I nine, get a Leo bonus? Uh, I do get a Leo bonus. Oh, yeah, it's a plus. A oh my gosh, three. these bonuses Wait, apply to our, hurt us. <laughs> right, our relationship being good <laughs> means that you're better I at mean, hurting. She's me. trying to help. She's trying to help you. I don't know that. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so that's a five plus three for an eight. I don't think that. Still okay, makes that doesn't change success. anything. It's still a mixed success. So the spell succeeds, but there are side effects let's say the spell has a diminished effect. So in this case, uh, Leo goes stiff as a board, but he can still talk. Uh. And uh, once again, someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell. Uh, The old man wakes with a start, looks at you and frowns. Oh, why are you frowning? That's not a good sign. That guy's frowning. Um, Can you help us? He turns his head slightly to the side. Um, Why do you think he's frowning? Yes or no question. Um, Can we get out of here? He nods. Uh, can you help us get out of here? He nods. Yes or no question. Should we touch the orb? No. He doesn't respond. No. Uh, see, he didn't <laughs> so respond. He didn't respond, maybe? Caleb. I'm going to curse you too if you don't, if you touch that orb. Yeah, why'd you curse Leo? I don't like this class. He's a danger to himself and he can't light things on fire if he's frozen. Not with that attitude. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yes or no questions. Um, do we get out by touching the outside orb? He shakes his head. Do we get out by making you laugh? He nods. Uh, okay, okay. Make you laugh. What do you find funny? Um, Caleb, I need your help. We gotta make this guy laugh. I don't, I don't know. I used my two um, best jokes. I don't know. I've never really made anybody laugh. We're both still super convinced that that's the wrong answer, right? Caleb's a 12-year-old who's definitely yeah. spent all his Caleb's time Caleb's not studying. convinced of that. Oh, it's, it's just, just Leo. Leo. Okay. Um, okay, we, uh, we need to make him laugh, right? Good. How do we do that? I, I use my best jokes. You know what would be real funny is un petrificus totalising me. That would be hilarious. Um, I'm going to cast Jelly Leg Drinks on you very shortly. We're wizards, Wait, right? We could. Uh... Are my legs locked or jelly legged? I, I think that the man laughs at that. <laughs> <laughs> and he stands up and he walks over to a bookcase in the back of the room and he pulls a book out and opens it up. And when you all peer down at the pages, the book itself appears to be leading as though a portal back into your classroom. You can see the faces of some of your classmates. Oh, hey, oh, that's the way out. Allison looks over her shoulder at Leo and says, "Um, yeah, I don't know the counter curse for that one. Let's just carry him." What? Alrighty. No, I don't like this. <laughs> so we're we're tag teaming Leo and shoving him into this book. You guys are bad friends. <laughs> Sorry, we Leo. Just don't know how to undo it, Leo. We're gonna get you. I back. don't mean that. You're going. You guys into, are good you're friends. You're going to the book first. It'll be fine. <laughs> a lot of a lot of weird books lately, huh? 
Yeah, whatever happened to That's just me. your book? I don't care. Just shove him down. And I just start shoving Leo's what? head into the book. Yeah, yeah. His head is now sticking out of the... <laughs> Of the painting, and you're back in react, like you're back in the normal classroom. Oh, hi, everyone! And and you see, you're yeah, you see everybody's faces as they're looking at you. (laughs) Leo's just wide eyed and smiling, like, I'm back. Wait, why can't I move? I'm gonna look back at Escher and be like, Are you coming too? Shakes his head. Uh, Okay, oh, uh, have a good life. My friend Skylar says hi. Yes, I also leave, and then he says. Tell her I said hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, their pronouns are actually they, them. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Tell tell them I said hi. I will. Alrighty, let's go. Yeah, uh, pushing Leo through, you guys all jump through the book and you're back in the classroom. Uh, Once again, all landing in a heap on the ground. (laughs) And Leo's on top of the heap and he is still petrified. So you guys are not petrified. That's worse. Wouldn't you be on the bottom? We threw you first. Yeah, we put you in first. Okay. I I was trying to conjure a scene where I'm pinning you down and I can't move. Nope, we're pinning you down. That's nothing. (laughs) And we get up and leave you there. (laughs) Sorry, bro. Yeah, I think Professor Willifin doesn't react at all to the fact that Leo is in Petrificus Totalis. Hey, Professor. He just just looks at the next group and says, all right, who's Uh, next? Freya? We didn't do the spell. We had to convince a transdimensional being to free us from your trap. I don't (laughs) like this class. (laughs) My head's a little dizzy. Oh, that's normal. That's normal. That's a normal effect from the transdimensional transportation. Is this normal? And I, like, try to move my arms and can't. No, that's... Well, I think it's normal for you and your friends, so... <laughs> wow, wow, that's mean. Um, yeah, Freya, so Leo got like see uh, frozen. <laughs> Do you know the counter curse for Petrificus Totalis? The counter curse for... Uh, can I roll a red about that? I read about sure. that. Ooh, can I roll an I read about that with my dazed condition? <laughs> You guys, it's Fini Incantatum, right? I rolled a four. Well, we know this. It's in my spell plus, bank. I don't have that in my spell bank, and I rolled and a I four I guess that one might two. work. So that's a six. Oh. It terminates all spell effects. Yeah, Freya, I don't know either. Yep. Sorry, I don't I don't actually know it. I feel like all I right, should, I guess this is... but I don't. I guess this is my life now. I'll succeed on I read about that. <laughs> Uh, Allison just looks down at Leo and goes, "Up, oh, sorry. I think it wears off eventually. It does wear off eventually. I don't know that you know that's true. No, no. I, <laughs> I think it, you're for guessing. Sure, it, Maybe it we just give him eventually. chocolate. Does anyone have any chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you automatically succeed in your eye read about that, and you know that the counter curse is Petrificus Untalus. <laughs> 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 You liar. I step forward. I literally and Googled it and it's not said, so I made it up. Well, that's canon now. Petrificus? Yep. Petrificus on Talus. Okay, yeah, roll magic. <laughs> well, you Five, misspoke and you double six, did it to seven, me. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, eight. Do you have a bonus for Leo? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, so on a mixed success, you succeed. Uh, but there are side effects. I think that I think that the spell has a diminished a diminished oh, effect. Come on. So, so Leo doesn't get completely unfrozen. Instead, like he's like very slowly. It's sort of like uh, yeah, it's sort of like if your leg was asleep for a really long time uh, and you've got to like you know clench and unclench your leg muscles over and over. It's like that, but your whole body. So it's gonna take you about five minutes to get full motor control again. Uh, I I slowly. St- try to stand up 
and I'm like limping over to the nearest desk to lean on it. I love you guys. That was some quick thinking, Allison. I'm working on forgiving you. I'll let you know. Yeah, I don't know how you how that happened. Well, you didn't you? What? Allison is denying everything. <laughs> I'm gonna try out for the Quidditch team now. <laughs> and so the professor says, "All right, so who's 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 next?" Uh, we'll go next, professor. Great. Okay. And so, which which painting are you guys going with? The the hand. Hands. Yes. The hands. All right. Okay. On the count of three, we'll touch it together. Okay. One, two, three. We all touch it. And the three of you touch it at the exact same time, perfectly in unison. And you get sucked into the painting and then are slowly lowered down to the ground comfortably. Taking in the scene, so first off, first off, immediately, the thing that's most obvious to you is it appears that you have become hand-drawn 2D animated figures. <gasps> Whoa. What? I have become my art. This one sounds more fun. Not that's not fair. <laughs> not just not just two D animated figures, but specifically, it seems like your body is moving at twenty four frames per second, and that at each movement, it's like your hand is being redrawn. Are they eight bit in a sketch? You are sketches. So no, it is very very highly detailed two dimensional sketches. Uh, it's also all completely black and white. Freya is just staring at her hands and like wiggling her fingers and watching them animate. I want to know if my my hands, uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna like make my fingers like turn into like a pencil. Okay, are you gonna try to draw into the reality? Yeah, that's insane. I definitely think you have to roll body for okay. this. That was four, five, six, seven plus body, which is minus one. So I fail. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So at this moment, your hand morphs into a pencil. And when you try to touch the surface of the space that you're in, it's, you're just unable to, like you're like, you need more either physical or perhaps emotional strength. to do Okay. It. Interesting. Do we see anything else around us or is it just us in like a white void? Yeah, so uh, as you think that question, suddenly, rather than a white void, it appears that you are standing on what you can only describe as a road. It seems like it is a racetrack, actually. On either side of you on this road, there are stands of cheering fans. And uh, when you look down the road, a a few hundred yards in the distance, you see a group of motorcycles speeding towards you. Whoa. Oh, surprisingly, you would expect there to be all kinds of cacophonous sounds, right? Like the roaring engines, the squealing tires, this crowd, which is, they seem like they're all jumping up and down, screaming their heads off. It's all silent, except you do hear a really soft drum track in the background and what sounds like an 80s synthesizer. (laughs) I turn to Dakota. Dakota, Touch my arm. Pinch me. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, he reaches over and pinches your arm. And it hurts. Interesting. <laughs> we should probably get out of the road, right? Maybe we can go into the stands, I guess, for now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to move. I'll move to the side. Yeah, let's all go to the same side. We shouldn't split the party. 
for sure. Yeah, and so uh, and so the three of you the three of you make your way to the side, which is very convenient because at the very last moment is when you moved, as these motorcycles speed past you towards uh, a checkered flag that someone is waving. It is the finish line of a race. It looks like one one motorcycle in particular has won the race is now uh, slowing down and stopping next to his pit crew. He pulls his helmet off to luscious, beautiful, long hair. Mm. And uh, he pulls out, or his pit crew, one of them pulls out a bottle of champagne that he pops and uh, opens and they all start drinking out of it. Um, when they were speeding past us, was it to the same effect where they were being redrawn? Yes. Cool. Wow, this place is so... Well drawn. I've never been 2D before. It's really interesting. We should, um, we shouldn't stay long though, right? I mean, do you want to explore or do you want to go back out? I mean, do you want to, I kind of want to go talk to those racers. Yeah, I will do that too. Maybe we can taste champagne. What do you think, Dakota? I've never had that before. Yeah, Dakota has has actually this entire time been staring at the, this pit crew and this racer that just won, and is just like, huh, what? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. You guys won. Cool. Are they fanboys? <laughs> Let's do this. I am intent on tasting champagne for the first time. Okay, yeah, and so you walk over to this pit crew. Um, they're all like, they're all like hugging each other and celebrating. They don't really notice you right away. Freya goes, congratulations, and like puts her arms up in the air. Yeah, and so they they, they all turn, and then they all just start, the this, this champagne is spraying in the air, uh, and it, some gets on all of you. Um, you're all jumping up and down. Dakota actually like walks right up to the racer and seems like he's trying to like talk to him. He kind of um, like puts, put, puts his hand out to try to like shake, and this guy shakes back, and he nods very vigorously. Uh, although none of them are talking. And again, the only sound you hear is this sort of soft 80s electronica music. Wait, so they didn't answer when I when I said congratulations? Not with words. Oh, no. But we can hear each other, right? You can hear okay. each other. I'm going to turn to Freya and say, did Dakota recognize that person? Do you know who that person is? No. I'm going to reach out for the champagne bottle. <laughs> yeah, you grab okay, it. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to try it to taste it. Uh, yeah, so you're putting it up to your lips. I mean, it's pencil. It tastes like graphite, <laughs> and it's kind of oh, icky. No. <laughs> huh. I'm going to lick my hand. But to pencil, Skylar, it must taste delicious, right? Does my hand taste uh, like graphite, too? Your ha- Yeah, your hand tastes like graphite as um, well. Is there anywhere that's not drawn? I want to lick the white. Oh, yeah, you can lick the white. <laughs> What's that taste like? Sure. So you reach out and you just kind of like look. Yeah. It tastes like paper. Yeah. yeah. All right. I I think we should make moves to go. I don't. At the moment that you say that, some other. So first of all, this is this is actually more like a street race than uh you know uh, I don't know whatever the motorcycle equivalent to NASCAR or Formula One is. I don't whatever is that, that a thing. Not a street race. I, I imagine it. Sure yeah, is. they definitely have like sure. officially sanctioned motor like motorcycle racing, but that's not what this is. This was a street race. This guy who is the racer is wearing what you can only imagine is like a leather jacket and like jeans. And uh, as you as you all start talking about leaving, some of the other bikers who lost the race. Mm-hmm are starting to walk towards the racer and they do not look happy. Ooh. 
and one of them actually has like a baseball bat. Another one's got um, like a like a nightstick kind of, and they look like they're about to like throw down with this oh, no. guy. I grab Dakota's shoulder, yeah, we and like do. pull him back towards us. Dakota, there's gonna wait. A fight. No, hold on. I want to watch. No, I want to watch. Uh, Dakota, I don't know if you noticed what was going on, but like. Yeah, we can watch just from afar, Dakota. Like we don't yeah, want to be in this. From afar. I no, agree. but he could be in he could be in danger. You you wanna help him fight? He's a drawing. Yeah. Oh. He's a drawing. As you're having this conversation, one of those other bikers just punches the guy who won in the face. Uh, I'm gonna let go of Dakota. If he wants to fight, like, go for it. We're in pencil land. <gasps> we need an eraser. <laughs> uh at that at that, Freya <laughs> takes her wand out and says Rebellio Desidero. <laughs> okay, yeah, roll magic. That's a nine plus two. Okay, so on an 11, you hear a voice in the back of your head, and it says, follow the racer. Run. At the end of the fork, go left. Okay, I say that. We have to go left. We have to follow him and go left. Well, I think he's getting beat up yeah, right we'll now. Yeah, we'll have to wait till afterwards. Um. <laughs> there's a there's a full on there's a full on street brawl going on in front of you. Like half of this guy's pit crew are also engaged in this fight. The the racer punches one of these other guys in the face, and then when he falls to the ground, he turns to the three of you and then looks get like looks at you each in the eye, lingering a little bit longer on Dakota actually, uh. and then starts sprinting off towards behind the, the stands where the end of this race was. All right, guys, we got to follow him. We got to follow him right now. I look at Dakota. Yeah, uh, let's go. I've got, and, and uh, Dakota's already uh, okay. running. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just going to like throw the champagne bottle and see if it breaks and then run. Uh, it does. It breaks in a very um, humorous pencil drawing depiction of a champagne bottle breaking into a hundred pieces. Man, champagne tastes bad, you guys. I don't know why people drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what Skylar thinks champagne tastes yeah. like now. That was my first Wait, time drinking champagne. Wait, I taste bad. It didn't taste good. I'm never going to drink champagne again. Or eat people. <laughs> yeah, don't eat people. I wasn't going to eat people. Well, you licked it. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Dakota's already like halfway down the street. And uh, they, they, turn, they turn a corner. And Dakota pokes his head back out and says, come on, let's go, let's go. All right, running, 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 running. Okay, yeah. And so as you start running, uh, a couple of those other bikers start following you. They're sprinting very fast after you. Oh, Ooh. no. Um, um, uh, I, I, oh, man, I can't draw myself stuff. I wanted to draw myself like a... I mean, you could try again. Okay, I'm going to try to draw like some uh, like something that will make me go faster, like a, like a bicycle. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, yeah, roll... roll, roll. A real body again. I fail. I got a three. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think instead, actually, what happens is you trip and fall as you're trying yeah. to like oh God. put this pencil out on the ground. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, and the, these two, these two ruffians are now bearing down on you. Oh God, Freya, that's scary. Like, turns around and goes to help Skylar get up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why don't you roll body? Oh no. This is this does not have a have a good uh, statistical um, outcome. So that's a nine minus two. Okay, so on a seven to nine, it's a mixed success. You do. You run back over to Skylar, grab their hand, pull them back up, and then uh, start sprinting away. But now these two ruffians are right behind you. They are 
like you know three feet behind you sprinting and uh it looks like they're gonna gain enough on you that if you don't do something soon one of them's gonna grab you (sighs) okay um i'm gonna yell akio eraser okay (laughs) yep but that but that okay okay problem problem with that is that like Akio works if you know where something is and you have a clear image of it in your mind. We are yeah. in a different dimension. We have not seen an eraser. You oh, do yeah. not know where there an er- there is an eraser. Yeah, I don't no, think fair. that'll work. Uh, instead, I'm going to say Avaforce. Okay, that's fair. I'm sorry. What is that? It transformed target into birds. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, roll roll magic. What level spell is that? We, we've learned it's, it's second uh, year. in my spell bank. Um, let's see. I rolled a six <laughs> plus three. That's six, seven, eight, nine plus one in my magic. So ten. So a complete success. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So here's what happens. Tweet, like, tweet. Turning, like throwing your, yeah, putting your wand over your shoulder. You cast that spell. And the guy who was literally, he was about to grab your shoulder. It instantly turns into a cartoon bird. Nice. Uh, and so now there's still another one. And the, the second ruffian is still running behind you, but is probably like six or seven feet behind. So you have a little bit more space. Awesome. And so you actually see, you see Dakota calling from what looks like the entrance to a building. And he says, come on, let's go. Let's go. We got to get out of here. I'm running. Dashing to this door and entering this building. Um, you're now right behind the racer going down this hallway there's a fork, and you can go left or right. Left. We go left. <laughs> Run left. Okay, yeah. And so the the three of you sprint down the hallway, turn to the left, and then find yourself standing in front of a door. <gasps> the racer is standing behind you now, looking uh, down the hallway towards you. What do you do? I mean, it said to go left, so I think we, we go through this door. I'm going to test the handle. Uh, yeah, it's unlocked. What's on the other side? Yeah, and so when you open the door, uh, it appears to be a, a pathway back into the classroom. Oh, hey, I didn't even cast the spell. How did this happen? I I cast the spell. Oh. Oh, hi, guys. You're back, too. Cool. D- Dakota hesitates for a moment, still standing, like, right next to this door, uh, looking at the razor. I want to ask Dakota, like, Dakota, do you know that guy? No, I just, I'm I'm worried about him. Oh. I, I don't... Do you think he'll be all right? I mean, I don't think he can come with us. Let's provide him with some protection. And I'm going to try to draw him like a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah, roll body. <laughs> if I could give you inspiration, I would give you plus oh one inspiration. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's, that's a cool idea. idea. That's so good, yeah, you get plus one. Okay, because I need it. Uh, Four plus two. <laughs> six plus one okay. is seven plus my magic... No, it's body. Oh, uh, my body is minus one, so I fail. Uh, That's so sad. Okay. In our mage game, Charlotte did build a lightsaber. This is a recurring pattern. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I look at Dakota and say, and like look at his shoes. Like, I'm sorry, I tried. And uh, so, yeah, at that moment, the ruffian comes right up on the racer. And uh, tries to punch him full on in the face. And they're back there in a scuffle again. And Dakota says, I I mean, I guess it's just a painting, right? It's not like stuff that happens in other dimensions is real. It is real. I punched Dakota in the gut. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? 
Yes. Let's go help Why him. I turn, I turn around and, and run back. We can't let him go. What is with this class and attacking her friends? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you oh, no, do it. But what I did doing? that as uh, I was trying to inspire Dakota. <laughs> oh, okay. Roll roll inspire, I guess. Uh, my fist is so inspiring. Ten. <laughs> Perfect success. Okay, so yeah, here's what happens. Dakota mm. coughs again and then steals his resolve, yeah. runs yeah. over, punches the ruffian yeah. in the face, and knocks him out completely Woo! unconscious. You did it. The racer looks at Dakota, kind of gives gives him like a little bit of like a two-finger salute. And uh, stands there and waves uh, while Dakota nods and then turns back towards the, the classroom and steps through the door. Yeah, we did it. Okay, I'm going to jump out too. <laughs> Same. Uh, I also jumps out. As we jump out, I give Dakota a high five and I hug Freya. And I'm going to tell you, like, Freya, that was the most scared I've ever been. And, like, you know what we went through last year. Like, I thought I was going to get beat up by... A paper, like a drawing. It was so scary. Thank you so much. And I'm going to hug Freya a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't know how... Freya doesn't... It, like, accepts the hugs, but doesn't seem like she it was as scared as Skylar. Oh my god, I was terrified. That was scary. They were so close. Dakota is still a little bit winded from getting punched in the stuff. <laughs> Wait, do I, don't I have and, to, like, uh, roll looks- body to see how hard I hit him? Okay. No, 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 no. It <laughs> just Because I failed so many times and, today. Uh, I leveled and he up. Sa- yeah, I know. You leveled yeah. up again. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And he, he just says, um, all right. <laughs> well, I thank you, Skylar, for helping. Um, please don't punch me like that again. Also, I think I need to go see Madame Pomfrey now. Oh, no. I need to go see Madame yeah, Pomfrey, too. I'm so sorry, Dakota. I'll come with you. I'll walk right. you there. I'm so sorry. Let's let's go together. <laughs> Guys, I think I might need to see Madame Pomfrey too. We always do. Come on, Leo. Guys, I, I can't, I can't stand up. <laughs> I'll help you. Come on, Allison. We did, you did get beat this up to too? him. Yeah, I guess I did do it to you. I put all my books in my bag and I push my chair back and I like <laughs> try to stand up and I can't. I tried <laughs> I can't to do the up. spell, but then they didn't do it right and it all got junked up. And then I'm pretty sure that we stunned Leo. Yeah, Leo did get stunned. But then I got half unstunned. I thought that it was... No, maybe it wasn't. We touched an orb. We, did, we, we, did we were that. drawings. We orbed inside an orb. Maybe we all need to go to the hospital wing. Inside an orb. So, hey, so, Professor, what were we supposed to learn today? <laughs> he just he just shakes his head at you and doesn't respond. Oh. <laughs> that was a fun class. <laughs> we didn't use that spell. Yeah, we did. I used it. You didn't. I used it. It didn't. It didn't solve the problem. Yeah, yes, it, it did. did. Not for us. Yeah, no. Uh, and it so, did. as you're as you're now starting to walk out of class and towards the hospital wing, Dakota just says, "Man, it's too bad those things weren't real, right?" Mm. Yeah. I mean, what? Those things why? Are so cool. uh, what? Like, I I mean, we met someone and they seem really awesome. I don't know. I mean, we met someone too. He was okay. He didn't like my jokes. Kind of weird. He didn't want to leave. I don't think he could. It's, but he didn't mind being trapped inside there forever, I don't think. 
Dakota, you might be able to go back if you really liked that guy. You think so? I mean, why not? We are wizards. As as long as you don't get trapped there. 